Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. Hello, hello, welcome. Today is going to be, I'm so excited to talk about this. I want to preface it with if you do not agree with my opinion or my statements here, I still highly encourage you to listen through this episode because what I'm at, what I am presenting is all fact-based and it's all going to be linked in the show notes. And so how we learn is to keep our minds open and just listen to opinions of those who are different from us, and it's still okay at the end of it to not agree with me, Uh, I just highly encourage you to listen through. So today I am talking to you about how I do not believe there is health at every size. I know that is a very common or popular movement, and I think there's some very positive benefits from it. I think it's super important to love yourself, no matter what size you are, where you're at, You deserve to be loved and you are inherently worthy regardless of your weight or your size. I think that's a really positive benefit from it. And I also believe that no matter what size you are, you deserve to have beautiful clothes that you love that fit you. So I think that's another great thing that has come from the movement is this more uh, clothing providers have been... I don't want to say forced, but they have been pressured to make more a bigger range of sizes so more people can have find clothes that they love. So I think that's a great thing also because especially if you are trying to improve your health or change yourself, it has to come from love. You cannot shame yourself and you cannot shame others into changing. And that's the one thing where I differ because I don't think it's, a, I don't think It is right to ever shame someone for their weight, for their body, for any life choice they are making that does not help the situation. And really, it's just a reflection of the person shaming them. And that includes shaming yourself, because I think out of all the things we are really, it's really quick to easy to shame yourself, almost like if you shame yourself, other people can't do it first. And so I encourage you to look at how you are speaking to yourself and make sure you're coming from a place of love, even if you have goals to change yourself and change, improve your health. So here's why I do not believe in health at any size. The just the science does not back it up. I do believe that you can have a variety of body types and they can look different as far as health goes, but I don't believe in health at any size. So 42.5% of adults 20 and older are obese. And that's wild to me. Almost 50% of the U.S. population is obese. And from 12 to 9 years, 12 to 19 years old, 21.2% is obese. From 6 to 11 years old, 20.3%. And from two to five years old, this makes me the most sad, 13.4% of those children are obese. And 
with this, a lot of it comes from if the parents are, are obese, the children are way more likely to be obese because remember, your children follow what you do, not what you tell them. So especially if you are obese and you want your children to be healthy, that makes it ever so more important for you to take care of your health first so you can pass those habits on down to your children. Now, all of this will be linked in the show notes. Nine out of 10 people newly diagnosed with type 2 diabetes are overweight or obese. Nine out of 10. And this is why I believe the science just backs it up. Like type 2 diabetes, one, in a lot of cases has been seen to be reversible if you get healthy and lower your lose weight and take on those healthy habits. But also it doesn't go in your genes. Your genes have... 2% to do with what your weight is and what your um, epigenetics is what it's called, what your outcome is of your health. Most of it is lifestyle factors. And the reason why you see like obesity run in a family is because the whole family eats the same. They all take care of their health the same. Likely they don't all work out. um, And that's why you see this. And you might see one outlier in a family who is not obese. And that's because they eat differently. They work out. They manage their stress. Being obese also increases your risk of heart disease, stroke, and others in certain types of cancer. So not only does the science back it up with type 2 diabetes, but there's other uh, top causes of death in this country are caused or correlated with a higher rate in obesity. And this is why I just truly believe that you cannot have health at any size, especially if you are considered obese there's a good chance that you're not going to be totally healthy. And what I'm really going to hone in on here is the data that shows that you're, if you are obese, you have a higher, how it impacts um, recovery and, COVID, and things with COVID. And I think that's really important because COVID is not over. It's, we don't even, who knows when it, the whole thing's going to pass. And I don't know if it ever will, like if it's going to be the new flu that comes every season. But the reality is, is if that a you are obese, or highly overweight, depending on what your BMI comes out as, being obese can triple your risk of hospitalization from COVID-19. They did a study from April 1st to December 31st of 2020, and 78% of those who needed a ventilator or died from COVID-19 were overweight or obese. 78%. And this was, and it highly impacted those under 65 years. So if you were under 65 years old and you got COVID and you were overweight or obese, that pretty much very much increased your factor, your risk for hospitalization. And that stat right there alone, I feel like should be motivating enough to make some changes, but it's really sad because there has been no mention hardly any mention in the news about how, about the statistic and that you can take care of that by eating healthy and doing other factors to increase, to have a healthier lifestyle. And this is not like pro or con vaccine. The vaccine can help, but if you are still obese, I mean, they don't have statistics on it yet, but I would almost venture to guarantee that the vaccine like only kind of helps if you're obese, that you still are going to have a very high risk of hospitalization and death just from what I'm reading here. 
And so just relying on a vaccine alone for your health is like relying on a quick fix, a pill to lose your weight, which we all know doesn't work. It doesn't exist. You cannot rely on these Band-Aid solutions. And I'm not saying they're not helpful. I'm not like type 2 diabetes medication. You need to take that medication. But you should also take steps to improve your health and lose weight. Obesity is also linked to impaired immune function, so a weaker immune system, which, of course, super important when it comes to not even just COVID, but the flu and other viruses and bacteria that you may encounter. And it also decreases lung capacity because there's more pressure on the lungs from all the extra weight that the body is carrying when you're obese. And just those things alone show that if you are obese, I send this out with love. It's time to work on getting healthy. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably at that point where you're ready to make some changes and get healthy. And it's possible. You don't have to take crazy steps to get healthy and start to improve it. And it's kind of like your life is not over. So at any point tomorrow, today, it's a new day to make new changes. At no point is it too late to improve your health. At no age is it too late to improve your strength, your fitness. There's a woman, if you want her profile, DM me on Instagram, but it's Joan Fitness, I think. She's in her 70s and she has this beautiful before and after of she was in her 70s, very overweight, um, not healthy, and she just started taking control of her health and creating these healthy habits and her transformation is amazing. So even in your 70s or 80s, there are people out there who have done this, who've decided it doesn't matter that they're 70, that they're 80, they're going to now change their lifestyle. And changing your lifestyle does not have to be challenging or this huge overhaul. What I do with my clients is give them simple steps to make those baby steps into it. And that's what my Micro Monday Challenge episode is all about. Small steps to get you to get those small, those small changes will create the biggest changes in your day-to-day life. So here I'm going to give you four things that if you're thinking, listening to this going, oh my gosh, technically you're considered obese and you want to do something about it. Here are four simple steps that you can start doing now to start that weight loss and health journey. So the first one, you, everyone else, but I know you know, is eat healthy and drink water. If you are thinking that seems very overwhelming to you, definitely the first thing I would say is to cut soda or sweetened drinks. That can be right there enough to create weight loss, depending on how often you're drinking like soda or sweet tea or orange juice, um, anything like that. You could start by just cutting that or alcohol too, I would include in that. And you could start by cutting that intake and you may see results just from that alone. Um, Another one would just be adding vegetable. So if you are not eating very many vegetables, instead of trying to remove what you're eating, add a vegetable or add some lean protein, like some chicken or eggs um, or a bison. I love because it's like a lean, a leaner meat. Two is going to be move, move your body. Maybe that's just, if you're doing nothing right now, maybe that's just walking for five minutes around the block. And then you can slowly increase that as you go. And, or just stretching, doing some like easy yoga, just getting off the couch, whatever is 
a challenge for you or a little step for you, start there. I mean, walking around the block once is better than not walking around the block at all. Number three, sleep. So sleep actually does impact your overall health. It impacts your immune system. It impacts your uh, hunger levels. So make sure you are getting seven to nine hours of sleep. This may mean creating a new bedtime routine. Um, If you think you have sleep issues, it may require going to a sleep specialist because sleep apnea is common in people who who are obese and that can prevent you from getting a quality night's sleep. So you may need to get uh, help with that so you can start to sleep better. And the fourth one is managing your stress because stress impacts so much on your body. Your Again, your immune system, your weight, your hunger levels, it impacts so much, especially when it's chronic day-to-day stress. So start to try to manage your stress. Maybe that's just setting boundaries with your family, setting boundaries with work, setting boundaries with yourself, doing what you have to do, finding a new way to manage that stress by doing some breathing exercises or a meditation. And those are your four simple steps to start making changes today. And I know you can do it. And you, your future self will be so thankful that you took the step to make those changes. And if you are listening to this, thinking that this is great, but you really need more help, this is what I do. This is why I coach. This is what I'm so passionate about is helping women learn how to take care of themselves to achieve the weight loss, but also include the health because it goes hand in hand. A lot of times when you start doing the healthy habits, weight loss just comes naturally. And there's nothing, you don't have to count calories, you don't have to restrict and starve yourself. It just, when you start to make those changes, it just happens because your body is being nourished. Your body's being taken care of. You're showing your body self-love and that the weight loss just comes and is just a piece of the overall health. So what I do with my clients is we focus on the overall health while helping, I help them achieve the weight loss. And the benefits of a coach, a doctor might tell you, yeah, you need to lose weight and they may throw out like keto or some random diet, but doctors get very little to none nutrition education, very little to none. And if they had some, it may have been like 50 years ago. And so it might be very, very outdated. Like it might be based on the food pyramid. And that is why as a coach, I can help take what you need to do, what changes you need to make and help give you that nutrition advice, but also help you with the behavioral aspect of it because it's 50% nutrition, 50% mindset. And most of these diets out there, even if you do um, like a weight loss surgery, that is just the physical, the nutrition piece of it. It doesn't account for the mindset, which is why so many people who have that surgery end up gaining it back. It's because that mindset piece where they don't develop the healthier habits and mindset around food to keep and maintain the weight loss that they have gotten from the surgery. So as a coach, I help you bring in those mindset tools. We work on the nutrition and the mindset piece. So you know how to relate to your food. You know, I can empower you. So you know why you're feeling hungry, why you're having those cravings, what to do about those cravings. And you just feel so much stronger and happier with your life. And you love who you see in the mirror again. Whether or not you're even at your goal weight, you will start to love who you see in the mirror. So if that is you and you think this sounds 
like something you might be interested in, I offer a free hour consult call where we go over everything you've tried and I let you know why it didn't work because once your brain knows why it didn't work, it won't want to do it again. And then we go over what will work to help you reach your goals. And from there, you kind of get to experience what it's like working with me and working with a coach. And so you can kind of feel out and test out if it is something that you want to take further. And if not, you're, you leave the call with some great tips as to how to start your health journey on your own. So there you have it. If that sounds good to you, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Kristen G. Faust. You can also email me. I'll put that in. It's Kristen at KristenFaust.com. I hope you have a wonderful day. 